<laughs> did you did you record? No, not yet. Uh, today we'll be talking about Kanye again, but this time he's made news, not for for just being an idiot. So we'll talk about that for a little bit. We'll talk about uh, Margie Taylor Green for a little bit, and we'll see what else we'll get into. So let's see if my buddy is ready. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is great considering that when we first started like i was having a lot of the technical difficulties just because i'm running through this to my computer and now nicholas just can't get his shit straight this is not right nicholas <laughs> i'm talking yes. to a black screen <laughs> yes, man. oh my god we're gonna start like, time. yeah. We're gonna start a GoFundMe. Uh, so Nicholas, yeah, I'm gonna start a GoFundMe so we can fund Nicholas getting like a decent like setup, uh, for his machine, and we don't have to start our podcast ten minutes late every time because he can't get his shit together. While we're waiting, what I'm holding in my hands are two copper balls I got from. The um, natural space in the, oh, excuse me, the natural history museum uh, out in DC. If you guys ever get a chance to go to that, go to that. And Nicholas is back. Finally, man. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! This, this is out of control, man. <laughs> I'm kind of at the phase of like, fuck it. I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I just let you know, Nicholas, full disclosure, I reached out to our audience and said, we're going to start a GoFundMe page to get you the proper setup. So you're not. <laughs> so you're not going to start a podcast six minutes late every time. You can't ask for that. You know. <laughs> I can hear you, but your mouth is moving. You sound like one of those uh those uh, old uh dubbed um That's old like uh Chinese movies. Yes, I get it. Hot. Those are movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I will come here. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> Just one of those Oh my god, movies. that's rich. That's funny. Every time. Every time. Man, it's all good. But we're here. I'm happy to have you, believe it or not. Um, let's see, let's see. Uh-oh, is he, is he going to get it together? Will it happen? Will we, nah, will we finally get the, the uh, you can hear me. You can hear me, hear me all right, right? I can hear you fine. I just, your mouth isn't a little moving. <laughs> like, well, it's moving, just like very delayed. How about now? Uh, that's... Say it again. Yeah. Are you whispering? No, I Hello. said I said use the iPad uh, uh, microphone. It's like uh, oh my God. maybe not use an iPad. <laughs> Let me get this guy a real computer. It's a lot going on. We're in transition right now. It's all good, man. I like making fun because I like being a dick. You're a dick to me, so you know, this is payback. <laughs> Never happened before. Uh, I treat you. What? Respect. Yeah, the utmost respect from you? Of course. Please. <laughs> Please. Well, 
thank you guys for joining. We finally have Nicholas. Uh, if it looks like it's a dubbed um, audio from like a 1970s kung fu movie, it's because <laughs> it's because Nicholas' computer sucks. Um, we're gonna be starting a GoFundMe page um, after this, so we can get him <laughs> a great setup. This guy said like a whole sentence and. Like, <laughs> Can I hear him at all? Hello. I'm still Thank you guys for joining. Man. All right, good. You're here. Good. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. You know, um, how are you doing? I see you got the Eagles hat on. You guys are five and zero. Oh. Congratulations. Um, uh, it's six and zero. Oh. oh my, whatever. Who cares? Um, okay, six and zero. Oh. We got mugs. You got mugs. We got you. Meet those cowards. Yeah. It's we got you. We got your lips moving and then words coming out like two minutes later. <laughs> you know, you, you ever have one of those days where like nothing works for you? Oh yeah, that that's, was like my last today. work week. <laughs> yeah. That was my whole work week last week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Jose. Just an offer. Um, you know what? Let's see if I can get Jose on. Jose, I'm going to see if I can get you on today. Let's see if your shit works. Yeah, bring him on. So let's bring him on. I told him, like, I didn't want to, like, force him. He can't stay on too long. Um, you guys are all, like, fathers and stuff. Uh, Jose, I'm going to send you something. Um on Facebook. So take a look out on that. And let's see if we can get you on, get you chatting. And if you want to uh, maybe join us, you can always chat by just kind of typing in the comment section. Um, but also, you can just ping me on, if you know me on social media, and maybe I can get you on. So there's that. Uh, so yeah. While I'm working on this, go ahead. Tell me how you feel about the. Before we get into the quiet quitting, um, tell me how you feel right now, man, about Philly and all that stuff. Oh, I feel great. Listen, when uh, when when half the household is Philly fan, anytime that you come away with the dub. Oh, and you <laughs> so, beat the. Did, did you beat the Cowboys? Is your wife a Cowboys fan? That's, <laughs> what? that's all it is. <laughs> so the Lewis household's in crisis right now. <laughs> There's no crisis anymore. Their ass <laughs> moved on. <laughs> well, I haven't really moved on. As you can see, I'm decked out. <laughs> what 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 is your wife yeah. saying? And really, she's not. So I'm a diehard like. Eagles fan, right? So I mean, she's yeah. she's not really into the game like me. And for the kids, I'd be yelling at the TV. You know what I mean? So, so she chooses not to. You know, she just wants to know whether or not her team won or lost. So, so okay, it is what it is. All right, and that little J there is Jose. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get your camera going soon. Um, yeah, let me uh, talk about me. Hey, uh, I just invited him last second. We've been doing this for about two years. Nicholas. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how to let my uh, browser turn on the camera? Yeah, I just kind of brought him on last second. So bear with us while we kind of go through some technical difficulties. I got one little camera. One. I feel like we, we we've been going pretty good the last couple of episodes, man. You know? Uh, who's we? Me. <laughs> good. I'm just being anal. Wow. Yeah, I'm being strict. Now, but you know, you so, know the best the best part about this is watching um, Undisputed the next day because Skip Bayless is like, don't make excuses. 
is for them. And he just is it's like really nothing you can say. Hey, like you got your ass kicked, man. This is also so I love watching the day after too. He also hates LeBron James too. Don't worry, we're no gonna talk about quiet quitting soon, soon guys. <laughs> like, remember the, the the whole title and like the great. Did you see my thumbnail that I put? It's awesome. It's great. Plating myself, you know. You're welcome. <laughs> I want my roses and everything. I don't know if you're <laughs> clapping in real time. It's like two minutes late. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna get Jose uh, coming back soon. But uh, welcome to the Target Podcast. Oh, it's been 14 minutes, and we're just starting to get into the show now. So, welcome to the Target Podcast. I am Sahid. That is Nicholas. We have a special uh, guest call uh, who is my mentor and was my skip level boss at my pre uh, at my, my job. Uh, and then he like left to go to Greener Pastures get paid more money um jose so when he joins in that will be great um and we'll be looking forward to that in the meantime let's talk about like our topic of discussion for today uh quiet quitting right which i am sure is either a boomer or a gen xer uh they came up with right one of those who has come up with this, this concept. So if you don't know what quiet quitting is, quiet quitting is just doing the bare minimum at your job. Um, and that's it. And that's it. <laughs> just doing the bare minimum <laughs> at your job, what you say, doing what you're supposed to do. And yeah, that's that. <laughs> so next, I'm gonna kick it off to you. Uh, we've been in the industry for a while. We're both into, uh, actually, all of us is in technology. Jose, uh, you, Nicholas, myself. Um, we've had to work some long hours. Um, but what are your thoughts on quiet quitting? Uh, where do you, where's your stance? Um, what do you think about it? This whole trend that's happening right now. That got boomers in like I mean, I think it's just yet another, um, like it's time for employers to start like respecting the employees a little bit more, right? So the pandemic had definitely had its pluses and minuses, but one of those pluses yeah. is an employer has to make the employee happy. It's not, it's yeah. not just we're happy. So, Hey, if I'm doing the bare minimum, that means that, uh, you, you need to, or, or, you know, give me some perks. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. What's funny is that, and technically, uh, if you expect like it, 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 what I like about it too, right? Sorry to, sorry to cut you off, but like they say, you know, work your eight hours a day and go home. Mm. I mean, that's what I did, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. you know, we're both in former consult, uh, consulting roles too. Um, like especially with federal government as well. And um, when you, you have billing limits, right? And you're not supposed to be billing more than eight hours, right? But a lot of times the amount of work is more than eight hours. And um, I think we have Jose, can we hear you? Can you can hear you just... me? Yes, I can hear you. And it looks, it looks like his mouth and, and his mouth is seeking. <laughs> <It's> seeking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have the full-on setup with the microphone and everything with the like diffuser and everything, but I, I've got a decent enough computer. Yeah, we're gonna be getting that uh, GoFundMe praise, uh, targeting the podcast. Get, I mean, uh, look, when you're when you're single, you can spend all your money on a bunch of bullshit, right? I mean, <laughs> you can do that. I can't pay for it. Disposable <laughs> income, single, single, you know, without kids, so. I'm not complaining. Whose fault is that? You blame yourselves <laughs> for living the American dream, having multiple kids. Also, look what I can do. I can press this button and I can stand up because my desk rises. Or does it? It's rising a little slower. <laughs> you get a faster motor. <laughs> you get a faster motor. Yeah, let's go ahead and get it down. <laughs> a little bit, and it's like, it's nice and 
slowly coming down. <laughs> and that has got to be the weirdest shit that we've done on, the, on our podcast today. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I just our work arrangements, huh? Yeah. <laughs> this I is that single life. That. I need this. Is, I need that. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's that single life uh, stuff. Also, I'm going to brag on live. Uh, that's my computer, by the way. Uh, <sighs> Nobody cares. It's about your little whatever. F you. Anyway. I care. <laughs> okay, let's back start to quiet. again. Yeah, back to quiet quitting, right? So, um, so myself and the character from an '80s uh, kung fu movie was talking about uh, quiet quitting and what that is, right? Uh, and Jose, have you heard the term quiet quitting? Oh, yes, I have. And, you know, I, I, I do my research on TikTok for uh, what are the uh, <laughs> new trends and conversations going around the world. Absolutely. So, Jose, just to kind of give you, like, uh, a little bit of context, Jose was my engineering lead, um, my mentor. He left for greener pastures to a different company. Um, and I'm obviously very happy for him. But, like, your job is mainly a people leader, right? Where, so you have to manage people. Myself, my current role, I get to manage three people as well. I'll give my thoughts on quiet quitting, but I want to give, I want you to give your thoughts on quiet quitting first. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I think quiet quitting is really about the concept of engagement. Are your, are, are, are your, the members of your team engaged in work? Or have they gotten so stressed out, burnt out, that they're like, you know what? This is just a job. So I'm going yeah. to essentially mail it in, right? I'm going to come into work, do what I'm asked to do. I'm not motivated to get ahead. I'm not motivated to, like, go above and beyond because, I'm, you know, for whatever reasons. But one of the big reasons is people feel like it's futile. Why do I keep doing yeah. that? I'm not feeling the love. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. I could totally hear that. Um, my last project, and Jose can vouch for this, was stressful, <laughs> to say the least. And there have been a few times where I just wanted to mail it in. Um, like I said earlier, I feel like quiet quitting was, uh, is a boomer Gen Xer term. And I know you guys are both either boomers or Gen Xers, because you guys are old. Um, <laughs> I'm millennial, dude. What are you yeah, talking like, about? Parents. I <laughs> Sorry, I, I just had to. I'm just being a dick. Uh, no, but um, Three years apart. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, yeah. So no, 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 no. Um, here's here's my thing with quiet quitting. Like it, I don't mind it at all. It's not something where I've ever found myself in a place to be simply because I don't like putting other people in a situation where they have to do my work, right? So um, I don't want me to be the reason why someone else has to stay late, right? So that's why I don't see myself doing that. Um, but at the same time, there definitely had to have been some cases where it's like, you know what, F this. Like, <laughs> our client isn't like happy and they're never gonna be happy and I'm working stupid hours to like wee hours in the morning just to come back to someone just to want to <laughs> want to complain and talk shit behind your back and and all that kind of stuff and it's like then what's the point right and if you expect someone to go above and beyond then their paycheck should go above and beyond too <laughs> it's, it's my thought i mean that. <clears throat> um, i'm not even sure i like the term quiet quit essentially it's just oh. people setting boundaries like hey yeah it's five o'clock i'm you know what i mean yeah and like you said yeah. if if my paycheck isn't going to be putting in some people are just at a point where it's just like oh i'm not i don't need the stress like i because yeah. i stay up almost every night trying to get some work done for a group of the effort that i put in <laughs> right yeah yeah but i have to do it to make you know the client and happy and you know yeah i'm just hoping that this busy time passes so i can go back hours because hey i got 
family to you know kids to play with and entertain and i got shit outside of work yeah no, no, no i really absolutely. think we should just so, call it setting boundaries <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm telling you it's a boomer gen x terms like one of those two came up with that term um quiet quitting my thoughts is this like you know i like I don't want someone else to be doing my work for me, but at the same time, we need to set boundaries, right? Those are extremely important, right? Um, you should um, expect your people to just do what they have to do. Like, and I think one of the terms I wanted to say too is like, quiet quitting or doing your bare minimum job. There's a there's a term for that, and like you know, the rating system is called meets expectations, right? Or, or in my job below strong. <laughs> so, um, um, so uh, anyway, yeah, there, 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 are those kind of things that you kind of just kind of have to to be along. It's, it's stronger below strong. It's kind of, it's kind of that. It, it's it, it's it's unfortunate. That's kind of where we are today in our society, right? And it makes me wonder um, where we're gonna be in. Um, 10 20 years from now now granted i make fun of you guys a lot for like being older and having kids and all that stuff but the one thing i'm jealous about you guys for is that when you're you're done with work you have someone to talk to and converse with and you have kids that you can hang out with that get you out of that struggle right me i got these four walls <laughs> and my awesome computer that I'm about. it's the truth life? huh you're saying you have no life <laughs> I mean, what a loser! I mean, <laughs> I work. I work out. <laughs> okay, so you do have distraction. It's called working out. It's just that work is involved in everything in your life. Work and work. Oh my out. goodness gracious! Yeah, that's 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 true. That's true, though, right? So that's kind of where I am, though. So. Um, I do can't wait to like start taking more vacation and traveling more. <laughs> so, so, so let me, so let me ask you this, right? Like, like because when you think about, about like what we've been talking about, like trying to meet deadlines and the, the pressure that you feel is happening pre -pan pre pandemic, right? Where this was still a thing, like I'm so overworked, America as a country, you know, we're like the most worked country in the world, right? We don't get as much vacation time as everyone else. And then more people are working from home. And while that's a good thing, because you don't have to come in, technically you're always available, right? And yeah. so it's like, or trying to get things done takes on a whole new level because you're at home. So people are like, Hey, uh, I found an error here, and you're just like, oh, "Fine, let me go ahead and fix it." Right? You know, mm -hmm. we, we went to a point where pre-pandemic being burned I kind of dealt with it because you're you're happy to have a job, and you're trying to use that. Now you're at the point where you know we have a little bit more say so because we're you know create that boundary between you know, work life and home life when we're doing. So, I mean, do you, do you think that like, like just being burnt out is just people at this point now? Like, you think that's a thing? You think that's why this kind of became a thing? Or do you, are you just thinking yeah. that it's a little bit, you think it's a little bit of both? Uh, I think so. Uh, I'll let Jose answer. <clears throat> I have my own thoughts on that though. I, um, no, I, I absolutely think that us going remote and being able to work from home it's like what you guys said earlier. We're like breaking boundaries. You used to be able mm -hmm. to go to the office. You do work while you're at the office. And as soon as you leave the office, it's like, peace. I'm yeah. off to do what I need to do. I'm off to the gym. I'm off to go, you know, deal with the kids. And mm -hmm. now when you're at home, like I felt that pressure of, you know what? Did I put in a full day's work? I have this work-life flexibility. But, mm -hmm. you know, there's that. And this might be... I might represent a certain type of people where like, we're like, well, I want to make sure I put in my time, put in my mm -hmm. day's work. And if I'm taking these breaks, you feel a little bit of guilt. And then you end mm -hmm. up working later into the night. Like, you know, so he could tell you 
I, I used to start scheduling my Slack messages so they'd show up in the morning so folks challenge <laughs> me at night because I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why are you up? I'm the weird one. Why are you guys responding yeah. to messages? But I'm, as a people leader, I'm setting the wrong example there, right, by messaging. Even if I say don't reply, they're like, wait, my manager is sending messages at 9, 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning because he's working. Now, what kind of message would Sahid get from that? Damn, if he's working that late, what should I do? And so those those uh, boundaries are broken. Yeah. I think the other piece to that too is like, does this even start to make sense? Like, at this point, if I feel like I'm working around the clock, <clears throat> compensation falling in line with that, or am I like those of you that are contractors, right? We talk about billable mm. hours, and do you work more than your billable hours, or are you diluting? your billable rate at that point because you work more hours getting more work done, but you're not charging, right? Because maybe your contract mm -hmm. is not allowed to, right? So there's all these things that after a while, it doesn't make sense. And I think what's happening is society's catching onto that. And they're like, wait a second, yeah. you're telling me that if I do the job at that next level, at the current salary without the title, then I might get the privilege of getting a promotion. Yeah, that, yeah. Works. that makes a lot of sense, right? So like those things, people are trying to question mm -hmm. This doesn't compute. You're you're telling me I'm gonna get ahead by doing the work of my manager, doing the work of that next level, but pay me the same thing. And only after I've done it for a certain period of time, then you'll pay like those are the things that make yeah. It it, it it's that's the, that's that's what contributes to the disengagement. We're like, wait a second, none of this makes sense. So like why am I doing it? Yeah. It makes me wonder too. I think our generation is getting a little bit older and I'm kind of getting at that age where I'm kind of tired of the rat race <laughs> at the moment. Um, like granted I'm single and you see, you see, this is my room, <laughs> right? My dorm, like maybe it's like some point out, right? Um, bed's right there. This computer station right here is my workstation. I get out of bed and sometimes um, I roll it. and I've been on some really tough projects too, like healthcare got gov. Like after the whole crash thing, I was part of the team that helped, like, like was working late hours to get that dressed up. Right. Um, and then like some of the work that I've done, like here, um, at my current job, right. It's, it's tough. I'm tired. <laughs> right? yeah. I'm tired. I've been doing this for a long time. Um, the tech industry isn't an easy one. Right. By any means, especially if you're a person of color. Right. Which is another um, like can of worms. That's there, just, Right. We can't make no. the same mistakes as other people. We can't um, like my current manager now. Uh, he says I hold myself back too much. Right. That's one of the feedbacks he's given me uh, because I'm a people leader and I have like I lead people. But at the same time, at a previous project where like people would talk over me every two freaking seconds, right? So it's kind of hard to switch, you know, to engagements there. And you're just tired. I'm just tired, to be honest with you. So I totally get it, you know. I joke about you guys for about being, by, by being Obama old too, right? <laughs> and I can't work, <laughs> like when I was doing healthcare, <clears throat> gov, like I was working 19 hour days. Like literally I've counted my hours based off of how much sleep I got. So um, it was real, right? I don't wish that on anybody. Well, maybe my worst enemies, I wish that on them, but like normal people, I don't wish that on. Um, and we have to actually start um, like just understanding that for for people. But yeah, uh, well, that's what my thoughts on that, man. Like, I, I think it, a lot of it has to do too with like, where we are in terms of like working in america right like everyone i think felt that pressure of we're working from home and we yeah. need to make sure that we can deliver with the same level that we did when we were in the office right and yeah i have to go look up the studies because i hate quoting things without being yeah. able to cite it but there's been studies out there that have actually said we've been more productive working from home yet there's still that yeah. fear, right? Like leadership in particular is always saying, well, if they're not in the office, how do I know if they're doing work? And 
that starts to roll downhill, right? Like leadership mm -hmm. starts saying that that means middle management then has to make sure that they're, that we're always keeping the productivity up and it just keeps rolling downhill. And so we feel yeah. that. Positive. And I think that's made it much more, like we said before, disconnecting and all that kind of stuff. I think honestly where we are in our career too, like let's not kid ourselves. I still like to work hard, but just like you said, you were working 19 hour work days. I know when I was in my early years of, of my career, Hey, I, I could, you know, like how uh, Captain America would say, I could do this for days. Yeah. Like, that was me. I was like, oh, yeah, I work till three o'clock in the morning one night. Guess what? I get up the next day and I do it right again. And, and I love it because I'm learning and you're like, you know, you're feeding that brain. You're feeding like mm -hmm. the things that like that give you the energy. Yeah. That, that works for a while. Like, remember, if you remember when COVID first hit and we started working from home, there was that adrenaline rush of like, Oh man, this is our chance to prove that we can do remote delivery and we did it yeah. and we were so efficient. And then you reach a point where it's like, man, I wish I could see people. I went and I went, I managed, there's one team that I was a delivery lead for and I never saw them in person because the entire time I was their lead, we were in like our COVID lockdown. And then when I became that um, engineering lead and I had three teams report to me, same thing. Those three teams, I didn't, I didn't see them in person. So I only knew, you know, like luckily I met Sahid in person. Otherwise, this little box that I see right now, that's what I saw of Sahid for the last two years. That's true. Yeah. That, that takes a toll on us. Like we are social creatures yeah. too. So true. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And some people more than others. I always joke. Um, one of my first delivery uh, leaders at the at this company was totally against the idea. This was a boomer for sure. Um, <laughs> the idea of like <laughs> three hours. And will tell me, it's like, oh, I think we're better in the office. Uh, then like, that's when we're at the best, when we're all in the office or whatever. And quite frankly, the software engineering like field, like people kind of do their work and um, like software engineers tend to be more introverted, right? Where there's some people are, are extroverted, right? So it's it's a different like dynamic play. I would, I would, I'm sure like product the product team would be say something differently, and the um, the uh, PMO team would say something differently, right? Versus me, I, I kind of like just like when I'm in the office, I usually have my headphones on anyway. <laughs> and it's like leave me alone, just coding, right? You know, and, and getting the stuff done. Well, it's a little bit different now, but um, yeah, that, that's that's essentially that. Cool. Any other thoughts? Because I want to kind of get to our next. Uh, before you, uh, before you, before you go on, right? I just wanted to say something. So, um, indeed, pre-pandemic, fifty-three percent of millennials, and that number jumped to fifty-nine percent in twenty twenty-one. Can you say that one more time? I think you cut out for a second. Fifty-three percent of millennials felt burnout pre-pandemic jumped to fifty-nine percent. Um, in 2021, so they're saying their younger folks are basically the ones like our generation and younger yeah. are saying like something needs to change. It's like we're the ones that saying we gotta throw out the, the old way of doing stuff. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. No, I definitely hear you. Um, I also think I wanted to add one more thing too. Um, with uh, Gen Z kind of coming in. Um, I've had the opportunity to kind of manage a couple Gen Zers. And I think my team now is like mostly Gen Z. Um, they're different. <laughs> they, they're very blunt. <laughs> and I honestly think because of them, we're going to get the three day, we're going to get the four day work weekend. <laughs> um, I see that happening, right? It used to be a seven day work week, right? And for some people it is seven days. Uh, and then unions kind of worked that to get that to five. I think we're going to see four. We're seeing tests. I think Iceland has tests of the four-day work week, and a lot of other countries have tested the four-day work week. Um, I see that kind of happening soon. What are your thoughts on that, though? I know I'm kind of asking you guys like uh, randomly. I'm all for it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> more time off, the better. Like, I'm, I'm already working from home. I, I know for, for a fact hours that I would have if I was in the office. So... Mm -hmm having the chance to take an extra day off 
be great. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's um, I, I, I'm generally all for it. Um, I do think that it's been a long time coming. I, I, I think we're overworked. And I mean, think about it with sports, right? If you overwork your pitchers, they end up getting injured. They end up not being able to throw as hard the next time, right? It's yep. the same thing with our brains. Our brains, by the way, they use a lot of calories. So, it's, oh yeah, it, you know, like you got to rest your brain in, in particularly in in the software industry, right? If, if we oh, don't, yeah. if we don't have the opportunity to get enough rest, your brain is like your key. Oh yeah, the key thing that it, that you use to do your job. And it's not going to be firing at 100%. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people who don't write code don't understand that, too. Like, I definitely think the people in my last project didn't really understand that. In the sense that you doing stuff, like, like if you've been doing it for 10 hours in a day at 3 a.m. in the morning, it's not going to be your best work. <laughs> it's just not, right? Um, so, also... Um, Little beef back and forth. What the hell? <laughs> um, so one of the things I don't know if you guys you guys keep watch basketball, right? So one thing that's interesting, um, Kawhi Leonard really made the thing load management, <laughs> right? The guy only plays like forty games out of eighty-two games a year. Like, I think he's onto something, <laughs> right? Uh, we need to get some load management going <laughs> for, this, for us, for us workers as well, right? Um, okay, uh, I do want to talk about uh, Kanye West a little bit. Uh, we'll try to get some time for that little douche. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Kanye West has been tweaking, right? So, if you caught us in our last episode. Uh, we talked heavily about the White Lives Matter shirt and why it's stupid um, and doesn't make sense. And some people still defend them because, you know, they're idiots. But, uh, of course, <laughs> of course, Kanye takes this a step further, right? And he does, uh, what does he say? He, uh, he attacks Jews, right? And... That gets you banned like immediately, <laughs> like on social media, which I'm for banning him on social media for attacking you. So just we say I did it sooner for other things that he said. Um, but at the same time, he also goes on like a podcast and says, um, George Floyd was drink champs. Huh? What's yeah. what? I can't. He's been, he's been doing the circuit. He did one. Um... Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, done he, something that I heard. He's he's uh he's been going yeah. on and, and and doubling down essentially. Yeah, he's he's taking a he's taking a cue from his boy Trump just to double down, right? So what he does is now he goes on a podcast. If I got the name of the podcast, but Nicholas uh, said it, uh, and uh, says that oh George Floyd wasn't killed by the knee; it was killed by fentanyl. So not the the knee that stood on his throat for eight minutes, actually nine minutes but a drug overdose, right? Which is the same lie that's been perpetuated by like all the right people, right? Because they have nothing better to do. And lastly, to make things even better, um, he uh, bought Parler, right? If you guys don't know what Parler is, Parler is like a right wing, they claim themselves as like the, uh, like free speech platform, right? Uh, just keep in mind, Trump's platform is called Truth Social, right? <laughs> like because that's what he's known for telling the truth right um and um one last thing to uh elon musk uh tweeted uh, a photo he deleted it of like the three musketeers of him trump and kanye west buying uh twitter like uh trump owning two shows and kanye west buying like parlor uh, one thing I think is funny is that Parler is going to become a uh, a black-owned business now, if you think about it, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. <laughs> but I don't think they're going to. I think I don't think they're going to promote that for some reason. But like other um, businesses do. But 
I said a lot there. <laughs> what are your thoughts on just Kanye just tweaking right now? Just keep in mind this guy's uh is known to be to have bipolar. Um um like uh Elon Musk is is on the uh, autism like uh spectrum, right? It's not to undermine people with mental health disease or disorders, but it's like these guys are just being dicks and they're justifying them being dicks by mental health. I mean, I have so much to say about this. Like, I don't want to go on for hours, but <laughs> please, I mean, you guys talk. <laughs> mental health is a real thing, right? Like, yeah, it, yeah. I, you know, I think, honestly, I, I feel conflicted because when, when Kanye first came out, I was like, man, he's kind of like a genius. Like the way he was able to take, you know, these certain, you know, sampling music, speed it up a certain way. Then when he started coming out with his lyrics, I was like, wow, this is like, you know, he, he had that college vibe to it. And if you remember some of the songs, they would talk about like Black Greeks and stuff. I was like, you know, yeah. I haven't gone to college. I can relate to that a little bit more than, you know, oh, the thug life, gangster rap part of it. Like, you know, you, you, you kind of move on. I was like, oh, he's trying to be a little more intellectual about it. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so in that respect, genius but with and with artists there's that there's always that thing of like they're a little they're a little off right in order to be creative you gotta be a little off um that being said like there's a lot of people who suffer from mental illness that aren't racist that yeah that aren't holes right um you know someone some can okay so elon could be on the spectrum and maybe that's why he can run so many companies because he, you know, his brain is wired differently. That's that uh, neurodiversity, right? And mm-hmm. so what is his superpower can also be his own kryptonite in that he may not have enough of a filter to understand society a certain way. And he looks past a lot of things, but it, that makes him like a genius, a savant in terms of like companies and how to innovate and things like that. So, mm-hmm. and then you've got folks that are just psychopaths, sociopaths that are racist assholes, right? That, you know, they're like a narcissist, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and they're all really mental issues. But again, there's there's a little bit of nurture to that too, right? Like, yeah. like I said, there's a lot of people that have mental health issues that um, aren't assholes. And then you have people with these mental health issues, maybe that don't have the right support system around them to be like, hey, you know what you said is really fucked up. Right? You can't say that. And to point out like what it is that's wrong with it. At the same time, like some of these folks are trying to give a certain message, mm-hmm. but the way they're going about communicating it, they're like undercutting themselves because of the stuff that they're saying is just so outlandish, right? Like, yeah, I I would imagine in the turmoil of Kanye's brain, he's trying to like connect the dots on some things that just by the time they go from his brain to his mouth are probably just wholly screwed up. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe there's people around him that are just like, yeah, no, what you're saying is spot on and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then he's just like, okay, great. Like, I mean, there's narcissism in him. Listen to what he says in a lot of his lyrics and stuff. Oh, yeah. There's narcissism in there. So, like, to have people that are going to tell him, you're doing great. You're, yeah, you know what? You are that like anti-establishment person that's telling people all this truth. That just feeds that monster inside of you. Yeah, um, I have lots of thoughts to say on that, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can talk for that's like that's yeah. a series of podcasts. Yeah, I do, I do, and I want to, I do want to cancel the term. I, I say this tongue in cheek, so don't at me, but like. I want to cancel the term genius <laughs> because um, I feel like these people are um, are using it to justify bullshit and they think they can't do wrong. And I think true geniuses know that, you know, you can always make mistakes and learn, right? You know, Einstein was a true genius, right? Because he knew he wasn't perfect and he was always trying to learn, right? Um, but Kanye, Elon Musk, like even Trump, right? you know, they think that they're geniuses and we give it to them. We give them that title, right? And they I do not believe, that and say, believe Trump is a Oh, I don't think he's a genius either, right? <laughs> he's Before he freaking... He's stable. 
Uh, a stable genius, yes. No, but people gave that to him because he was successful, right? But when you start looking at, even with Elon Musk too, when you start looking at how these guys got successful, right? There's a lot of shady shit. They're opportunist, right? Um, and that's kind of something that's worth uh, kind of talking about. I think I'm going to do like a topic on this podcast once on like why Elon Musk isn't as great as we think he is. Um, mm. I, I kind of want to do that. Um, and I think it needs to be kind of said because um, I think the incel community is really kind of preaching this guy up a lot. But, you know, whatever. Next thoughts. <laughs> um, I'm very clear on the last episode, but I, I just think that, that Kanye, I think musically, I, I think Kanye is a genius, right? I, I do I do think that. Like, I'm not going to get it. I don't like how he's using his his position as an artist. I feel like he's using that as a as a crutch, so he yeah. can say like, "Hey, I'm an, I'm this great creative, and because of that, I I have to outside the norm." Or I, he ha- it's like he's trying trying to prove how much of an out of the box thinker that he is, right? It's common sense and a Agreeing with what most people think you a sheep, it's sometimes, right? It, it means that maybe actually correct, <laughs> right? I mean, at some point you have to know that one plus one is two. It's a box thing to say yeah. otherwise, right? Just like you have to know that black is a real movement that needs to happen. It needs something that needs to be recognized like white lives matter on a shirt to try to be anti-establishment or show how out of the box makes you look like a fool because of all, all the things i said last episode but we know that white lives pretty much written into every law in this land right oh yeah and look at your money other- look at your currency who's on it who's, whose faces you see on them right yeah we know so we know but those aren't the lies that are being taken you know, every day by people who are, and they're, you know, those people who are taking those lives aren't even being under the law. So that's, you know, and and what's unfortunate is him doing that, but then you have people basically riding his coattails, riding the movement to try to get the Candace Owens we see, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, sorry on her. You know what's crazy is, is after that whole thing happened, Candace Owens went on angry. She just like went on some crazy rant about how she doesn't want to be a part of black culture or something crazy. And a high school classmate of hers comes on later on. And is like, hey, Candace, but but you know back in the day, like something happened to her where yeah. they, um, I think she. Had had to sue the school board or something because they yeah. did something to her dad. But basically, she used being black and and yeah. used like you know the black to help her pretty much right to to, to get out of that situation to be in the culture anymore. It's like yeah, well these people which they're opportunists, <laughs> they're opportunists, and that redneck money is real. So. I'm sure I can make a killing by saying, hey, I'm a black guy selling, you know, thin blue life and Confederate flag, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, paraphernalia. But I also have, you know, a conscience and a soul, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. I'm not much of a, of a dick. Well, um, look, here's the reality, too. And maybe this is what I was, I'm kind of reflecting a little bit on some of the things that I'm saying, right? Like, I think Ye's thinking, if he can, yes, be anti-establishment. And honestly, there's probably a little bit of truth to what he's trying to say. And this may seem a little unpopular right now, right? But there's maybe a little bit of truth to what he's trying to say, but there's a lot of nuance there. He's saying, because I believe certain aspects of what I'm trying to say, the thing that I'm pointing out and saying is wrong, it has to be wrong because there's a shred of truth in my point. And the reality because this is where this whole left, right, conservative, liberal thing gets really complicated. 
when you look at the messaging that's given out, and this is honestly why from a conservative right side of things, it, their messaging is a little more crisp because they dumb things down to like, yeah, where there's no nuance this or that. And yeah. when we think about the messaging and when you actually, I mean, here's the thing, right? If you're talking about who are the, who has the intellectual arguments, it's that nuance that requires that intellect to understand that there is a little bit of truth in one side and there's a lot of truth on this other piece, right? Mm. And they don't necessarily cancel each other out, right? So like, there's a truth, like, I, I think one, you know, like when I first heard, you know, Kanye talk about like, oh, slavery's in your mind. And like, you know, like when he first started saying some of these things, I was like, this is what you're saying. And then he's just gone, He's doubled yeah, down on it and gotten to the yeah. point where it's gotten ridiculous, right? Oh, Hillary Clinton's not a, a I mean, no, Hillary, oh, Harriet Tubman's not a, a hero. She actually didn't free the slaves, right? He takes something that can, nuance is a scary thing, right? And that's the thing, that's what's scary about a lot of these, uh, what these guys are doing, right? Um, because they'll take something that's a little bit true, right? There's a small grain of truth in it. That's what sucks you in. And then they kind of go on this rant, right? I don't know. If the uh the uh the documentary going clear it's about uh people who were in indoctrinated in scientology um and they they got brought in on like stuff about self-improvement and just kind of very kind of oh that makes sense maybe i want to understand more of this and then when you start digging deeper into it these guys pray to like a god that lives in like like on neptune or some shit like that um yeah. and it's essentially it's essentially it's a, a religion based off of a, from a guy Elron Hubbard who was a science fiction author, right? That's how he started that faith. That's the guy who started the faith, right? Um, but they suck you in. They don't start you off with the oh, I we worship Zandu on some far off galaxy, right? <laughs> they don't start you off with that. <laughs> they start you off with like. Yeah, they start you off and like this. I'm like, oh yeah, it's about self improvement and improving your life and all that stuff. And like, yeah, I'm all for that. Same thing with like uh, Kyrie Irving, right? And this guy, right? Um, critical about like thinking about um, the healthcare system and uh, companies trying to make money off of you know creating vaccines. True, valid, very valid, very valid, right? But then you take into the extra the extra extreme of oh well vaccines are fake and this and this and like COVID's not real and da, da 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 and it's like really like and this is the problem with people who think that they're smart right um, anyone who is is truly smart knows that you always have a lot to learn at any stage right in your life right and that's the part that's that they're missing right they think they know it all and they can't do any wrong and they, and they just say some stupid shit and enough people they say it loud and often enough and people start believing them and that's kind of where we are <laughs> with that crap it's it's frustrating it's very very frustrating um yeah and i'm i, I worry about him too because he's on a very destructive path right now um yeah so we'll see where he is in 10 years um time from now i don't know hey, so hey, look we, we might have to do you remember the Dave Chappelle episode where they did the racial draft? Oh it's yeah, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Let's trade. We'll trade. We'll get Eminem. We'll give you Kanye. <laughs> I think that's a fair trade. <laughs> the black belly. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get Eminem. You guys get on. Uh, you guys keep Kanye. We'll throw in Candace Owens. She's basically one of you guys anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, let's, let, let, let's keep that uh, for, for, for us. Yeah, that's absolutely When the Latino delegation happy. goes on the clock, that judge, Judge Cannon, <laughs> put her yeah. on the block for trade. We'll trade <laughs> someone else. So, what would you say, Judge Cannon? <laughs> There's Cannon, yeah. The uh, oh. you so you know the judge that uh that that uh, said that we needed to have a special master to go review the government's documents that Trump had in Mar-a-Lago. I did not. You know, see she's that. a Colombian oh, yeah. descent. 
Oh, so you're people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm like. Hey, look, it's not just yay. We got we got people uh, in the Latino community who also kind of yeah. like you're like, wait, what's going on? What? <laughs> why, why, are yeah, they, why are they supporting people that want to uh, throw you know rolls of paper towels at other other groups of our people who say that yeah. you know that that the people coming from the southern border are uh they're not they're not the best people that they're rapists and thugs right like really god yeah don't get me started on that shit like these people are, are escaping their homes okay yeah i got that yeah. today someone's whole- made an offer up offer up for trade to clarence thomas trade him <laughs> <laughs> trade him he's not one of us anyway. you know what maybe that's a special targeted podcast episode the targeted podcast draft. The draft. <laughs> Who are we keeping? Who are we trading? Sponsored by DraftKings. <laughs> yeah. Get him out, you know. Whatever. I can't oh believe we live God. in a world more. We live in a world now where I agree more with Taylor Swift and her political beliefs than Kanye West. And Oof. that's <laughs> that's that's frustrating. <laughs> you know, Taylor Swift, um, young white lady from, I think, Tennessee, right? And Kanye West, you know, African-American male from Chicago, and I agree more with Taylor Swift, and that's where we are. <laughs> it's super frustrating. Okay. Um, I think I got everything that we got to, wanted to talk about, unless you guys want to talk about anything else. Um, excited for any movie shows coming out, and this is kind of more free – uh, free flow. Um, well, we can we can save the um, Margaret. Uh, who was in the debate the other? Day? Oh yeah, um, Margaret Margie Taylor Green and uh, Marcus Flowers. We we're supposed to talk about this today, but you know, a little late. It's all it's all good. But yeah, she blew up, and I was yeah. gonna download the video and show it. Uh, I didn't have a chance, so I'll probably show it like next time. But she. She was literally caught like lying, Next week. saying, "Oh, yeah, oh, I'm a victim of this." Like Marcus Flask uh, showed up and was like, "Yeah, this woman doesn't represent us, right?" Um, and you know, she essentially egged these guys on to charge the Capitol. And she goes, "No, I was a victim in the Capitol." And it shows her video, like showing, it's like, "Oh, we have a plan tomorrow. We're not going to let them steal this election from us." And it's like, really? I really hope she loses. She's probably not, but I really hope she loses um, <laughs> her election. Um, but we shall see. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, Jose, have you had a chance to watch a She-Hulk yet? I have been watching it oh. with the kids. Have you seen all of them, or I think I have the last episode to watch. So I haven't okay. been. I haven't been like trying to. Oh my god! I need to see the next episode. Yeah, it, it's not one of those. Um, it's. I mean. I see what they're going for with it. And I think for what they're going for with it, I'm like, okay, it's trying to be yeah. funny. It's more comical than, yeah. you know, than, than that, like, ooh, we're the Avengers and yeah. you know, that thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, here's the thing. I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, she Hulk, it's horrible. And blah, blah, blah. It's killing the, the Marvel universe. And I'm like, look, they're going for a certain thing with it. I, I've actually heard part of why I haven't watched the last episode I did read up on it and they're like, hey, the writers kind of, they were hearing the, the talk and they kind of like basically was like, yeah, guys, hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, really kind of just, uh, yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I think, go ahead, go ahead, Nicholas. I'll just say, like, because I watched the last episode. So I was like, we got to talk about that next week. I'm not going to ruin it for you right here. Yeah. Yeah. They did a good job of targeting the incel audience, right? Incel is like uh, males, normally white, that kind of talk shit about women and they because they can't get girls themselves. <laughs> so um, I don't know if you guys know who, um, this is Canadian like clinical, like um, something Peterson or something like that, right? So Olivia Wilde like kind of called him like the king of the incel people and he kind of like cried about it on like some like interview. We'll talk in more detail about this <laughs> uh, next week. 
who's watching House of the Dragon? I haven't seen the latest episode, um, House of the Dragon yet. Um, guys, ca- catching that one? One yes. or two behind, I think. All I gotta say is, you have the hand, and then you have the feet. <laughs> Okay, well, keep that in mind. Keep, keep that, that in mind. mind. The hand and the feet. Yeah. It's a, I mean, look, All right. that, one, that one I'm loving that too, but that's because I was late to the whole Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. I didn't start watching Game of Thrones till the last season, which was great because everyone that was losing their minds when they were like, the last season, oh my God, it was horrible. I'm sitting there like, it's just a show, guys. Like, <laughs> I already caught all the great juicy stuff. Yeah, it's it's you could tell they rushed the ending. Oh god. So yeah. now I'm like, oh okay, this is the prequels. Yeah. You know, I like I like my Star Wars. So I'm like, oh I'm used to the whole prequel thing. Yeah, bring it on. Let's 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 see how we got to the beginning of Game of Thrones. I'm I'm game for that. Yeah. So uh, first of all, I like I was telling Sahid, I rewatched all Game of Thrones seasons one through and, and I didn't hate the last season as much as I thought for one wow. two okay. if you haven't been watching it get on that because that's a good one man it's a good one you got the greens versus the blacks right um <laughs> that's what it is um, I'm, gonna <laughs> of, I'm gonna catch a little bit of flack for this i think uh in game with the like, house they're dragging the blacks are the more progressive people on the greens are the more conservative people if you think about it from that way We'll go into more detail on this in the next episode. From that, from that standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're spot on. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, there's a lot of Black symbolism if you haven't caught on. Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism, right? With how they handle, like you know, their homosexual son, right? And then, then the, there's a the religious aspect of it as well. Like mm-hmm. when they got back home, like yeah, that's what it kind of, kind of came back and seeing. So uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, one other thing. Um, that's coming out this month. The Rock's uh, Black Adam is coming out this, uh, uh, actually this week. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. I saw some ratings. It's already this. getting. Look, I mean, it's, Go ahead, Nicholas. It's it's already getting negative reviews. <laughs> yeah. And now that I'm it's already, seeing, yeah. now that I'm seeing more of the trailers, right? And I'm just like, this is gonna be. There's gonna be no story to. It's the Rock. It's the Wayne Johnson as the Rock, <laughs> who's playing Black Adam. That's what it is. I said this was gonna happen when he tied on. Like, but it's it's not it's not even it had that and have some plot, right? Right. But this dude literally just wants to come and fight, fight, fight the justice. Yeah. Fight Superman. That it was his entire reason for making the movie. It's like, yeah. Here's the problem too, because um, the positive is that they're gonna bring back. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. So here's the problem with this thing. This is what happens when you give an actor too much power. So this happened with Tom Cruise and The Mummy because he took a lot of creative control because he wanted it this way, and the movie ended up sucking, and it just blew up their whole monster verse that they're trying to like come up with as well, right? So if you're, I've been reading again. I'm a single guy. I get to read all these articles because it's because I don't have a life, right? As you guys adamantly pointed out, um, adamantly pointed out. No, but he, um, what he did was uh, he took a lot of like creative control. Like he fought to, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to see like, you know, Superman in, the, in this film, right? Um, he took a lot of like creative control and just wanted to like to do things like superseding what the Warner Brothers execs do, wanted to do, which by the way, they don't know what they want, want anyway. <laughs> Case in point freaking the Batgirl movie that they can <laughs> um good job with that one guys um i think nicholas is frozen <laughs> so <laughs> really hard. yeah no i was checking some settings so oh okay cool after like watch for nicholas's mouth to start moving then i'll know when he's talking <laughs> really <laughs> yeah but that's what they do with this kind of movie so it's it's that's what they do with that movie and it's sad because I'm probably going to end up watching it and I'm probably going to end up. I, I don't want to. I'm trying to go in there with an open mind as best as I could. But I, we already, I've already been seen on this podcast saying, I think this movie is going to suck ass. 
Um, I mean, if I, I went to go see Fast and Furious, I wouldn't see this shit. Yeah. You went to see Fast I mean, and so. Furious? No, no. I streamed nine. It had to be seven or eight. Even that, even that, that sucked, right? But I still went to go see it, so I mean, I want to go see this too. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably go see it just so we can talk about it. I mean, look, here's the thing. Like, all right, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, too, but at the same time, set a little perspective. I was feeling a little nostalgic this weekend, and I watched an old Chuck Norris film. Okay. And if you watch those movies, okay, me as a little kid sitting there with my dad watching it, oh, man, I'm watching Chuck Norris kick butt, right? Blah, blah, blah. I watched this, and I'm like, oh, God, this is corny. Yeah. Right? Like... It's, it, it didn't age well, right? Yeah. We got to set our expectations here. The fact that you said Fast and Furious, that's the bar I've set for this, right? <laughs> I'm not expecting Oscar nominated, you know, acting and all that kind of stuff. This is, this is gratuitous action. As long, yeah. as, they do, yeah, as, long as they have that, honestly, I'll be happy. I'm like, hey, I got to see The Rock fight Superman. That's, that's kind of cool. When you think about I mean, it, sure. Or you can just watch the WWE. Or I was about to say, I'd love to see that maybe at like a SummerSlam or a, you know, <laughs> WrestleMania concept. I'd love to see, you know, Superman and Black Adam as a pay per view. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, we've, and Nicholas more than me, because he's all DC, um, they've really um, screwed us. <laughs> Right, like I was hoping Batman v Superman was going to be like the shit. Like I was like, oh my god, I'm so excited for this. And yep, uh, Black Adam. It's Warner Brothers, man. It's it's. Oh, it's Warner Brothers. It's, I don't it's know Warner what Brothers. it is about that studio. They have to like metal. In it. I mean, they just. Oh, I just Warner Brothers because I can talk shit about like Zack Snyder, and I don't mind making fun of that, but I don't think he's a terrible uh, director. Like, I don't. Like, his his stuff is very controversial. They're not super great. He's no Chris Nolan, right? And that's fine. Not many people are. But I think he's a lot better than what they let him be, right? Um, and same thing with David Ayer. So, yeah. Um, cool. Well, that's our show for today. We're just kind of just winging it at the end. Um, cool. Uh, thank you, you guys so much for yeah. Thank you guys just so much for watching, Jose. Thank you for like joining like last second. I know it was kind of it was a little weird. It was like, is he going to join? Is he not going to join? And then you started texting. I was like, okay, cool. We'll join. At least I can hear somebody clearly. I said to Nicholas. Um, <laughs> sorry, Nicholas, I have to keep giving it to you. We're gonna um, have Shaolin Kung Fu music playing next time. <laughs> hey, you should hey. do that for the intro. Yeah. Uh. Jose's a Commanders fan, so. <laughs> well, you saw my message. Better Philly than Dallas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, so I'm going to end the stream soon. Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh